Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Saturday of the second week of Lent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their uh, tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of Scripture, Zeal for, the, for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, this isn't the only time of year where we will hear about the cleansing of the temple. And during Advent, again, as I've said on several other occasions, we need to look at this through a Lenten lens. What is what is it God wants us to see in the scripture that will help us in Lent. And we are at the earlier cleansing. This is not the cleansing of the temple that takes place when Jesus has his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, but rather this is the, ent- uh, the cleansing of the temple that takes place early in his ministry as he goes up for the Passover uh, feast in Jerusalem. And nonetheless, this is probably the most aggressive cleansing. And uh, he he saw he came to the temple area. He saw this this huge uh, cacophony of of sound and sight, where he had people selling oxen, sheep, and doves. They were making money off the sacrifices that the pilgrims could not bring with them on their long journey. They had to buy them when they got to Jerusalem, so the price inflated. And so they were making money off that. They also made money off of making money. That is that the money changers, people had uh, currency from where they lived, and it needed to be changed into temple currency. And so they charged interest for that. All of this was taking place in the area that was dedicated to the Lord. And so he drove them out. He, uh, uh, the sheep and oxen scattered the coins spilled onto the ground, and he overturned the tables. Uh, this was not uh, a pleasant scene. 
uh, Jesus' anger, his righteous indignation, was truly there. One of the things that uh, I think about in this scripture is the idea where Jesus teaches in the Beatitudes, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Meekness is not being passive, but it is a word that means power under control. It's the balance of virtue. For example, always being angry at the right time, never being angry at the wrong time. And Jesus had that perfect balance. This scene at uh, the temple cleansing is really Jesus acting in meekness. He was angry because of what had happened to his father's temple. It had nothing to do with him. He wasn't taking that uh, to be something that was done against him. And at the same time, while he was angry in the temple for what they were doing there and desecrating the house of prayer, on the cross he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So here, what we can say is that Jesus was giving us a sign of the fact that that the, the things of God need to be kept pure and unadulterated. And if there are ways in which we are desecrating the temple. Now, St. Paul, in his writings in the New Testament, talk about the fact that we are the temple now. It's no longer the temple in Jerusalem. We are the temple. And we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Just as God's glory dwelt in the temple in Jerusalem, he, his glory dwells in us. And so the big question is, how have we compromised our lives and turned our temple into something of desecration? Uh, how have we sold off our souls maybe for pleasure and entertainment? How have we sold off ourselves for, for uh, things that are material rather than really giving ourselves to God? Now, many of these things like entertainment and uh, all of the things, uh, taking uh, uh, having some good clothes and things like that. There's nothing wrong with that as long as that doesn't supplant our love of God. And so here in this scripture, what we are wanting to see is uh, that Jesus did not want that temple to be redefined. And the same is true for us. That temple didn't need to be redefined as a marketplace so that the first thing people thought about is, I'm going to go to the temple, I'm going to have to pay a lot of money because i got to give my sacrifice. Sacrifice then becomes nothing. It's all about what you're having to pay to do all of that for God. So today, what about our temple? What are some things that we've done that have redefined what our temple is like? Have we given ourselves over to things of the flesh, to the point where the Spirit of God is no longer welcomed or dwelling within us uh, in that same vital way. What we need to do is to just drive that stuff out. How do we do that? Again, going to confession is one great way. We also drive it out as we pray and as we just spend time with our Lord, knowing that the ways in which we use this temple, if we give it over to the Lord, he will bless it and make it a place of his abiding. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, again, looking at this through a Lenten lens, uh, let's think about that desecration of our personal temple and maybe do some reflecting on ways that we may have 
done things that have redefined who we are and given ourselves something that God does not desire for us to have in our lives, knowing that he is the one who is able to drive out those sins through his passion and death on the cross, that as we go to confession, as we hear those words of absolution, that we know that we are forgiven and grace has replaced that area of emptiness in our hearts. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.